Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the PowerCast. So today I want to talk about five key foundations that you need to have in order if you want to be in a place of ease and flow in your business. And these are things that you probably don't normally think of when people are thinking about growing their business. They're thinking about marketing and sales and content creation and reaching out um, and helping people. And all of that strategy type stuff is really, really important. But if you don't have these key five things in place, then you're going to be operating from a place of a lack of energy, a place of push and hustle, and everything's going to feel so much harder. Like you're just pushing shit uphill, basically. And, you know, you'll be creating amazing things, but then you just keep getting burnt out. Okay. And now over the last week, I've had the flu. I've literally been laying in bed, knocked out, no energy. Even when I started to get better, I couldn't even make it through half of the day without falling asleep. I just had no energy. And being sick brings to mind, you know, how important your energy is. Because if you're not healthy, if you don't have energy, it's going to be really, really hard to even maintain your business, let alone grow it. Because when you have no energy, you go and seek things, uh, external sources that give you energy most of the time. Things like coffee or uh, chocolate. I know for me it's chocolate because I don't drink coffee. Um, And we'll procrastinate. And we won't do the hard things. We end up scrolling through Facebook, end up having naps in the middle of the day, uh, or just avoiding the things that require brain power because we feel like we don't have the energy to get it done. Okay. And this is when we do the easy stuff instead of the things that are actually going to make us grow. Now, this year I've been sick five times. I've had the flu twice. Like, unfortunately, not luckily, unfortunately, I uh, picked it up uh, in Spain and in Australia. So I've got two different strains of it. I've got, I've had two colds as well. And I've had bronchitis when I was in Thailand and Vietnam. So I travel a lot. Okay. So I'm going to pick up on these things from being around airports and different people. I've got two young kids as well. So I pick it up from, from my son mainly, who's four. Uh, but the thing is, I realized that my immunity is obviously quite low to be getting sick so many times when other people in my family don't. And I have actually looked after myself more than ever this year. I've lost nine kilos so far. I have been eating really well most of the time. I've been getting more sleep. I've been taking more time out than I ever have. I've been more present with my partner and my kids. I've been more aware of my energy and not doing too much and delegating things to team. But what I've realized is that I had been hustling and pushing for like six years, okay? And those six years have finally caught up with me now that I've slowed down. And what I see a lot of people do is they start to slow down, they start to work on balance and energy. But then they start getting sick or injured or uh, emotional stuff comes up that they don't want to deal with. So they get sucked back into the hustle and the busyness, pushing the emotions down, uh, keeping going so they, they don't get sick and they're not looking after themselves still. And I haven't done that. 
And that's probably why I've gotten sick so many times. I've allowed it to come and then I've, you know, given back to myself and just gotten over it. I'm not pushing. I'm not hustling. I'm not putting a Band-Aid on any issues anymore. I'm actually dealing with them head on. And I was talking to someone about this recently and he said, you're just paying back your winters, you know? So that's part of it. I'm paying back for the, the last six years. But the other part of it is, even though I've been looking after myself this year, even though I've been more focused on my health, there's been times where I've still, you know, probably not eaten enough or eaten too many uh, burgers or um, maybe gotten to bed a bit too late or had times where I have been in that busy mode. For example, when I was in Southeast Asia, I didn't work very much for a month. The week I got back, I worked 60 hours. Okay, so even though I've had times where I've had a lot of time off and I'm in a lot more balance than I ever have been, I have had times of hustle and push still. I have had times of stress. I've had some really stressful situations this year. And now I realize them and I put a stop to them and I notice the red flags. And I'm very, very clear on the situations that I want in my life my environment, and the people that I want in my life as well. And I'm very careful to protect that. And that goes down to team members. It goes down to my relationships with people close to me, uh, with friends and family, uh, with clients as well, and everything that I do. And the thing is, we can't tolerate bullshit in our lives. We can't tolerate anything less than amazing, okay? And we need to raise our standards. And that starts with you. Yes, you've got to raise your standards of the people you spend your time with. But if you're not raising your standards for yourself, then how can you expect others to meet those high standards as well? And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. And it comes down to five key areas. So the first one is sleep. Sleep is the number one. Because without that, Everything else falls apart. Everything else is so much harder. And this is where you have, you can either build your energy or deplete your energy. So with sleep, what I found that works for me, and everyone's different, um, but what I found that works best for me and for most of my clients is setting yourself a bedtime. And so mine is 10 o'clock. Sometimes I'll go to bed earlier than that. But I know that if I go to bed at 11 or 12 or 1, I'm, I'm a cranky bitch the next day. It doesn't matter how many hours I get. It's about the time I go to bed because I find that if I go to bed at say midnight, I'll still wake up at 6am most of the time, sometimes seven, but I'll still get the same amount of hours of sleep, but I will feel, you know, really wrecked. So it really, it's about the amount of hours that you get, but it's about the time you go to bed as well. I always say your morning routine starts the night before. So get to bed at a decent time and just set that time for yourself right now. Just check in with yourself and ask yourself, what what time is that? What time is going to feel best for you? Not what time you think you can get to bed because you want to squeeze so much into the day and you're rushing about still. What time is going to be best for you to get the amount of hours of sleep that you need and to feel good within yourself? and then change things around from there. And the thing is, you might not be able to change it straight away, 
You might have late clients and it might be something that you gradually change over time. That's okay. For some people, it's going to be easier than others and that's fine. You either change it now or you work towards changing it. Now, before you go to bed, you need to also set a time of a couple of hours beforehand where you're not watching TV, you're not in front of the laptop, you're not on your phone. Switch off from work, switch off from technology at a certain time, okay? So say that's eight o'clock, for example. You don't want to have your brain going. You don't want to be listening to a podcast or getting some work done or, you know, being in that super creative, busy, um, busy zone just before bed because your brain's not going to be winding down and you're not going to be able to stop. So you need to switch off. And also from um, the perspective of the blue light as well, of having that bright lights on in the house or in front of your laptop, I use a thing called Flux, F-L-U-X, and that helps to um, minimize the light on the laptop and puts like a, a yellowy um, tinge to the laptop. So definitely set something like that up. So sleep is so important because then the next day you wake up and you're ready to go. You're able to start your morning routine, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's moving your body, drinking some water, eating a healthy meal, uh, doing some journaling or meditation, whatever that is, it's going to be so much easier if you've gotten enough sleep. If you haven't, you might sleep in, you might feel groggy in the morning. You might end up picking up your phone and checking Facebook first thing rather than having a healthy morning routine. So that's number one. Now I'm going to go into the next four, but remember you don't have to change these all at once. Focus on one thing at a time. And these things might seem really simple and like, oh yeah, Ellie, I, I know this stuff, but I want you to ask yourself, are you doing it? Because I know out of these five things, uh, I'm pretty consistent with them now, but there's still another level you can go to. There's, you can still get better or more consistent with your sleep. You can still get better with all of these things that I'm about to mention, okay? So the next one is nutrition. As entrepreneurs, we are using so much more energy. We have so much more stress on our body. And because of that, we, we're playing at a higher level than most of society, Yeah. And so because of these things, we need to make sure we have enough energy from sleep and from nutrition so that we can do all the things that we want to in each day and in our life. If you're not eating or you're not eating the right foods, you're not going to have enough energy to be able to get through your day. You're going to get cranky. I know uh, my partner always says that, oh, you're so much different when you've had a sleep and some food. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll... I'll some days, you know, on the weekend, for example, I didn't eat until maybe lunchtime or the afternoon because I was um, just chilling out a bit. And then I had a meal and he's like, and gave him a hug and I was like, I love you. And he's like, oh, yeah, because you've eaten. You know, it makes a massive, massive impact. So I do intermittent fasting most of the time. And uh, I find it really helps me with my gut health because I was having a lot of issues with my gut. It also gives me a lot more time in the morning to just be focused, drink plenty of water and get stuck into the day. 
Now, it's not right for everyone. If you feel you need that energy in the morning, whether it's from a proper meal or from a, um, a smoothie or something like that, then do that. I'm not here today to give any specific nutrition advice, and I'm not even super strict on intermittent fasting. If I feel hungry um, in the morning and I feel like I need that food and need the energy, then I'll eat. Okay, so find whatever works for you nutritionally, but the key things here is just to be consistent and be organized with it. If you need to do a meal prep for the week on the weekend, do that. If you need to order food um, for the week at, from one of those meal prep companies, do that or, for, or get a chef in once a week. You know, it really doesn't cost that much, depending on, obviously, your, your budget and how much you're earning. Uh, but I used to pay someone, I think it was $55 an hour, um, to come and do my food. And there's people cheaper than that. And she would do all of the whole family's meals for the whole week within two hours. She was super, super quick. Okay. So there's no point trying to find someone that's $20 or $30 an hour and they take half a day, you know. So um, she was very, very good. I don't do that at the moment. I just, I, I, and I don't even do meal prep. Me and my partner will just sit down and go, okay, what are we eating for the week? And just plan out our, our dinners. So we know ahead of time to get, you know, meat out of the freezer or that on a Friday we might, you know, all go out or order um, Uber Eats or something like that. But we know what's coming up through the week. So it doesn't get to, you know, 6 p.m. and we're like, oh shit, what are we, what are we having for dinner? And then it ends up something super quick or we end up having a super late dinner, you know. So the key thing with this is planning and do what works for you. Don't skip meals. Um, make sure you're eating, you know, plenty of things that are going to give you energy with, you know, fruits and vegetables and protein and things like that. Um, water is the next one. Number three is water. So, and I've got my water right next to me. I'm actually going to have a drink right now and I want you to have a drink right now as well. You probably heard that. <laughs> uh, so I've it's only early morning here and I've drank almost 600 mils already. Um, so the key thing with water is that you wanna have a goal. Is it two liters, is it three liters, whatever it is. And uh, carry a water bottle around with you everywhere you go, okay? Uh, I used to carry a big 1.5 liter bottle around with me, but now I have a proper, like a reusable bottle. And I know that I've just got to drink four or five of these a day. Uh, it's a bit of a smaller one. It's not the 1.5, four or five of these a day to hit my, my water goal. When you wake up in the morning, first thing, drink water. And then a key thing that someone told me recently, it's super, super simple, but really, um, really good reminder. Anytime you feel thirsty or you think about water, grab your bottle and have some. And so now every time I just think, oh, my throat's a bit dry or I feel like water, I'll, I'll grab my water and have a drink and keep it with you at all times. Take it out with you. Um, during the day, have it next to you when you're uh, when you're working. If you work with a team, get your team to be doing these things as well, because you want to make sure you have these foundations in place. But you're gonna you're gonna be more productive. But you want your team to be as productive and healthy and happy as possible as well. And you can do this with your clients too. The next one is exercise. So you want to have a goal around moving your body every single day. You don't need to do a proper workout every single day, but you want to be making sure that you're moving your body every day. 
So this morning, me and the kids, um, I have a step counter on my phone. I held my phone in my hand and we chased each other around the house and played Tiggy. Uh, and I got up to a thousand steps already. And that was just within, you know, 10 minutes or something like that of having fun with the kids and chasing them around the house. It's really good to start your day with some kind of movement, whether that's stretching or yoga or something, you know, more simple or going for a walk uh, or doing a proper workout. What that does, it helps to give you clarity and it helps your brain to start thinking and um, getting clear on what you want to create from that day. You know, there's a saying, motion creates emotion, okay? So if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is check your phone or get stuck into work, you're just getting stuck into that busy kind of uh, noise of the day. And I don't know if you felt this before, you probably have, because I know I have and a lot of my clients have, that when you're checking your phone constantly, checking Facebook, being super connected all the time, it actually clouds your mind. And you're so focused on the small things, the day-to-day, that you're not able to create space and energy for the bigger picture. So if you go for a walk, for example, first thing in the morning, um, preferably in nature, I'm surrounded by bushland and I love going for my morning walks with the wallabies all around me. And so I go for a walk and you don't want to be, you know, listening to music or checking your phone whilst you're walking. Actually create that space to let your mind just wander and practice gratitude, focus on your breathing, look at the things around you, and then ideas and creativity will start to flow. Now, I do do a lot of live streams whilst I'm on my walk, but I make sure that I also have part of that walk as just allowing myself to be. I'm not connected for that whole time. So move your body in some shape or form throughout the day. And I actually have walking meetings with my team, which really helps me in sometimes if I wake up super, super early and, you know, I've got to get something else done or I've got to get the kids ready or maybe I didn't wake up early and I didn't have time. If when my team come, we go for a walk, it allows us to all be on the same page, have our endorphins flowing. I get my walk in, so I'm fitting it in as well. Um, Plus we come up with awesome ideas and um, we're able to walk whilst we're having our meeting rather than just sitting down. Um, which which can work really well for the meeting as well, for, for productivity and energy and ideas. And then fit in your bigger workouts throughout the week just by having a schedule around that. Obviously, if you're eating well, you're drinking lots of water, you're getting enough sleep, you're moving your body, you're going to be healthy, you're going to be happy. It, you know, even if you don't have any weight to lose or never have to worry about your weight, it's about your own health as a as a whole, but also your mental health. You know, I I know when I'm not out in the sunshine or if I'm not moving my body, uh, I will feel unmotivated. I will feel down. And it's really hard for me to deal with the, the stresses of a busy business. When I'm doing these things consistently, it's, I'm so much more creative, so much more productive, and I'm so much happier. And I'm able to deal with whatever gets thrown my way. And leading into that, the last one is self-care. So we've got the five ones, sleep, nutrition, water, exercise, and self-care. These are the five foundations you have to have in order to really 
come from a place of flow and really be able to grow your business. So self-care is the th- having you know time out for yourself every week to do something just for you. Now, some people see self-care in, in many different ways. It doesn't mean that you have to necessarily go and take yourself out to get your nails done or catch up with a friend or go to the movies or have a massage. All of those things definitely um, can fall into self-care. But it could be something as simple as soaking in the bath, yeah? Or it could be a meditation or reading a good book or some of the exercise stuff could be self-care as well. It's whatever feels good for you. And, excuse me, what I found feels uh, it works well for self-care is actually blocking it out. So I block my everything that I have in my week out in my Google Calendar through Gmail highly recommend using it and I color code the things to suit you know to fit what it is so anything that's working on the business is like a yellowy orange color Um, sales calls are like a a red color Uh, my coaching with clients is purple Uh, exercise is green and time out in my business is blue so self-care would be the blue stuff yeah and you need to block in say once a week, for example, where you have time out for you, where you practice self-care once a week minimum. Okay. Just start with that. If you're not doing any at the moment and then write a list of all the things that you would love to do for self-care and then just choose one of them and do that every week, or you can change it around as well. Whatever works for you is best. Now you want to put that in first thing each week. Don't let your week get filled and busy with clients and marketing and sales and uh, time with your kids and everything else. Put you in first because most people have it the other way around. They're putting their business first and then everyone else and they come last. But the thing is you can't do anything without without you, you know. You can't grow your business, you can't make money, you can't help others, you can't be there for your family and your friends if you are depleted. So give back to you first, you are number one. So put in that self-care for you first, then put in the stuff around family and friends, and then put the business stuff in. Trust me, you will have time for it all. Now, again, what I said at the start was don't expect to change all these things at once, just choose one of them. Focus on that, get consistent with it, and then add on from there. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and uh, I know that when you get these things in place, you will really have so much more energy, be so much more productive, and you'll be able to make an even bigger impact in the world. So if you've enjoyed this, please share it around, and I will see you soon. Have an awesome day.